Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor and the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Also, Red Circle. If you're on the YouTube channel, make sure you hit like, subscribe, turn the notifications on. Of course, you get more than just heat content there. You get Dolphins. Messi, Hurricanes, Panthers, Marlins, and more. Also, subscribe to Off the Floor. It's where you get text directly to your phone from Alex Brady, Greg, and myself. Also, columns from Mateo Mayorga and much more special contests. Go to Winnow. That's with two N's. Winnow.app backslash Off the Floor. Also, check out great sponsors, the Five Reasons Sports Network. One of the things we do on Off the Floor is we do prize picks contests. You can check out prize picks directly at prizepicks.com, the Google Play Store, or the Apple App Store. But make sure you're using the code five. Make sure you're using the code five because it's a great deal. You get that initial deposit matched up to $100, and this is free money. You don't have to worry about rollovers or anything like that. So go to prizepicks.com to play the NFL, NBA, MLS, MLB, eSports, boxing, and more. Go to prizepicks.com, use the code 5. And now, today's episode. Down to Biscay. Yikes. Five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where is the thing? You can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, ran bubble frogs. Just like Bucket said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop in one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome back to Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Here's today's floor plan. I'm Ethan Skolnick. You can follow me at Ethan J. Skolnick and at Five Reasons Sports. Just don't follow me to where I am. Uh, We're on the road this week a little bit and just trying to put podcasts out and whenever something happens. So I've snuck into a hotel and uh, I'm close to a real estate convention. So if you hear bad elevator music in the background, that might be Madonna. Uh, That's what that is. We've got Alex Toledo. You can follow him at Tropical Blanket. We're trying to update you on the latest stuff with Dame uh, every day until this trade happens or doesn't happen as we lead up to training camp. But also we are mixing in some other episodes. Make sure you check out our episode about what Josh Richardson, who we know is going to be on the Miami Heat, uh, will bring to the team this year all right so we're going to get to a couple of different things here as we go forward um and the first thing i want to touch on just because we didn't get to this yesterday because we did the richardson episode was kelly Oubre signing with the philadelphia 76ers and heat twitter going into a total conniption and look i I just want to make it clear on this okay we did not report that Oubre was targeted for the heat under any circumstances what we reported and we were consistent on this was that he'd actually had limited interest in him, but their interest in him was tied to Dame coming and the possibility of Caleb Martin going out. Okay, that's what we've reported on this. But it also doesn't mean that just because Oubre didn't sign here that Dame's not being traded here. I can assure you that Kelly Oubre is not a sticking point for Dame Lillard, a player who hasn't made the playoffs in Kelly Oubre in six years, is not a sticking point 
for Dame Lillard. I've also told you here repeatedly, and we have on off the floor and on playback, that the Heat would prefer to keep the roster spots as open and flexible as possible, regardless of what the roster is, Dame or no Dame, because they like young, hungry players competing for those spots, and they've had better luck with those type of players than the players who stay on the list forever, like an Ubre, like a Christian Wood. We've talked about both of them, but then they've considered both of them, but they prefer to have young, hungry players who are developing into the next Max Struess, the next uh, Gabe Vincent. The names that you ultimately know they like them before their names and they're actually competing for those spots so i don't think that the heat are losing any sleep over this i don't think it means that dame is not coming to miami i don't think that things are correlated what matters to dame lillard is that jimmy butler is in miami ben Adebayo is in miami pat riley is in miami eric spolster is in miami and miami is in miami that's what matters to him not kelly Oubre. all right the second thing and then i'm going to go to you here on this alex uh Woj had another report today and we've made it pretty clear that you know who we think that Woj is, I wouldn't say favoring in this situation, but certainly carrying a little bit of water for, and it's more the Portland organization clearly than the Miami organization. He did report today uh, that the Heat are essentially, they want Dame Lillard, I mean, duh, but they're essentially daring the Portland Trailblazers to find a better offer, which we have told you. We've told you that the Heat have not spoken to the Blazers about anything significant, at least this was as of last week, since after Summer League, when essentially the Heat said to the Blazers, get your house in order. If you're not going to give us a roadmap or anything, come back to us when you know basically what you want. And also we've said they're not going to go out there, the Heat aren't, and devalue their own players by offering them all over the league. If Portland, for a three- or four-way trade, if Portland is not serious about ultimately consummating a deal. So nothing's changed there. The fact that, again, Woj is reporting that the Heat have essentially dared Portland uh, to, to find an offer, Alex, has led to another conniption on Heat Twitter, which is like, oh, Pat's going to let Dame slip through his fingers because he's, he's trying to get too much. No, this is business. There is no other offer out there right now that we know of, and this is just negotiation. This is what you do. Are you concerned, before we get to uh, who this, uh, you know, enough, more speculation about mystery teams, are you concerned about either Ubre going to Philadelphia, I don't think you were a fan of his anyway, uh, and or the fact that the Heat are essentially daring the Blazers to beat their, their non-offer right now, because again, the teams are not even really talking that much as far as we know. So with the Ubre thing, I mean, I'm not a big fan of his, but I was a fan of you know, the idea of signing him for the minimum in the same way that I was for Christian Wood. It's like um, guys who may have red flags, but who may have some upside for you. And then it's kind of a, a you know, a, a no risk, potentially relatively high reward type of guys that they could have taken a chance on to play a role for a contending team. I think, you know, there, there was some excitement for that, just to have those type of guys playing a role for because they already got a couple of value signings at the veteran minimum between uh, Jay Rich and Thomas Bryant. I think, Guys are like, yeah, let's get everybody at the minimum. I, like, it would have been cool, but I'm not, I'm definitely not upset about it. I, I think um, there's already kind of um, a, a jam in the front court rotation, anyways. And, you know, maybe one or two of those guys go out the door in the Dame deal. You know, if you're counting Duncan as one and then put potentially uh, one of the two younger guys. But even then, it's still kind of jammed up because the two younger guys are not necessarily projected to play big minutes at the moment, we, you know, depending on how the rotation stands out. So again, the Ubre thing would have been weird because you, you would have wanted him playing a clean, nice role. The minutes would have been, I think, inconsistent if, if it didn't go so well from the start. I don't know. I didn't think it was the cleanest fit. Um, and then for the second part, uh, I, I thought it kind of made me laugh when I saw the way that Woj framed it, right? 
where it's like he's kind of saying similar things that you guys have been saying for a while, right? When it comes to just like, well, yeah, the, the Heat don't have competition in the market for Dame right now. And so they're not going to um, scrounge and go and, you know, give them everything, give the, the Blazers everything. The same thing that Windhorse said the other day, except he's framing it in this way where it's like, the Heat are daring the Blazers to go find another team, right? <laughs> but they may they may f around and find same out. information. It's the right, same I, information. No, it is. It's it's just being framed in a way that is kind of like it's like it's like Joe Cronin directly saying to Woj, "Tell them that they're going to f around and find out." You know, like find out what? Okay, like the mystery team for you know. I, I said it's basically Space Jam. Okay, it's uh that that's the mystery team, or maybe it's uh it's the cartoon characters that that Michael Jordan Space Jam team was playing against. Uh, we'll get into some of the mystery team stuff, but I just want to hit this on the monsters. Uber. Monsters, exactly. I just want to hit this on uh, on Ubre again, though, real quick. Um, uh, you know, again, there's there's player fit and there's personality fit, and and I think with both Wood and Ubre, there were personality fit questions that didn't make the Heat jump. Like their attitude was okay. Like if we need additional pieces, if these are guys that would fill out a roster with Dame, maybe terrific. if they didn't have so much of a jam in the front court as it stands. Well, you know? right, it's crazy we're saying that because, because we did like a whole summer, but they have a whole some year depth. of not having enough front court depth. Well, they have some depth, but uh, you know, I disagree with those who say that they're not going to have any depth if they trade Dame. I still think that they're going to have de- depth in that situation. Um, and apologize for some of the background noise here, but uh, you, you know, I still think that that's a possibility for them to be able to fill out this roster pretty well. And again, I think when they look at the list, they say, as I've said repeatedly, the list is the list. Uh, the list wasn't going to change, and it's been the same list forever. And I, I come back to this quote that you know an executive on the Heat said to me, when we've gone after that kind of player that's been out there forever, it hasn't worked out very well for us. And I, I think when you look historically at the Heat picking up you know, these guys who've been out on the free agent list, it has not worked out for them. Even with some of these reclamation projects, you go back to Greg Oden, Eddie Curry, there's a long list of players that they've brought in and it has not panned out for them. So they prefer to have the young developing guy who makes a name for himself as opposed to the name who has made his way onto a list where he can't get more than the minimum. So I'm not saying that Ubre and Wood can't be productive players, I just didn't look at them and say, okay, these are must-haves. Like, these are okay to haves. Like, that's what it is, you know? And and, and the Heat get Dame Lillard, nobody's going to give a damn about Kelly Oubre or Christian Wood or anything like that. They're going to care about Dame, Jimmy, Bam. You still have Josh Richardson on the roster. You still have Kevin Love on the roster. You're likely still going to have Haywood Highsmith on the roster. By the way, I think is going to have a better year in the Heat system than Kelly Oubre would have had. They may have Caleb Martin on the roster. They may have Tyler Hero on the roster. They may have Duncan Robinson on the roster. We don't know how all that's going to play out. They may have Hawkins on the roster. But I think ultimately that this is one of those, okay, freak outs because Heat fans are just on edge right now because they're scarred. But then I come back to this. Like there were some younger Heat fans that were going off yesterday on Twitter about Pat always fails in these situations. I mean, how old are these people on Twitter? (laughs) That's what I want to ask. Like this is an organization that, has gotten Zoe, Mashburn, uh, Shaq, Hardaway, Dragic, Butler. I mean, go through the list of all the guys. LeBron and 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 CB. Um, and well, yeah, you guys have to throw that in. But they've gone out and got the disgruntled guy to over and over and over up through Jimmy. Now, just because they've missed on some guys, they also missed on some guys pre-Jimmy. It was good they missed on, like Mo Williams, like Gordon Hayward. Okay, sometimes going after the guy is not the best. I think in this case, this is the right guy 
But this idea that the Heat can't close a deal because they didn't close Bradley Beal or some of these others, when this Heat group is the exact same front office they've been for the past 25 years, and you think that they're going to blink in a situation like this when they got Alonzo Mourning a day before the season started to rebuild the franchise back in 1995? I, I just think Heat fans just need to chill, frankly, on that stuff. We'll see if it actually happens, but Kelly Oubre signing in Philadelphia – has no relevance to whether Dame ends up here. All right, but when we come back, I do want to get into a couple of the teams that have been floated out there. We did, Greg, myself, and Brady did a whole episode on mystery teams. I ran some of them by the Heat. They had a somewhat similar list with a couple of differences, but there's a team we haven't talked about a lot, Toronto, that's been getting a lot of press today. I don't know how real it is, but we will actually get into what that would look like. We do want to mention another great sponsor of the Five Reasons Sports Network, our friends over at Better Edge. You can find them at betteredge.com. Use the code 5RSN. You get $20 to play. This is legal sports betting because you're betting against others who use it. You're not betting against the book. Go to betteredge.com. We have a contest there right now. This week, you can beat our guy, Andy. Uh, he goes by Goaded Marino on Twitter. I don't know where the heck that name comes from. But anyway, you can beat Andy. Uh, pretty much everybody beat Tony Schwartz last week, Sean Rochester the week before, and I'll be actually the pacer next week. So go to betteredge.com. You get $20 to play, and our contests are only 10 bucks. Seems like a pretty good deal. You got 10 bucks in your pocket even if you lose. So go to betteredge.com. Use the code 5RSN. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com, slash, Miami Heat. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, let's get to this. Um, Mark Spears threw out there that there was an East Mystery team. Mark is one of the reporters, as I mentioned. Uh, I have a personal relationship with Mark, but also I just trust him. He's not somebody who just throws stuff out there. He also happens to be very close with Dame. Uh, they have an Oakland connection. So, again, he's not doing Portland's bidding on this, okay, as, as opposed to maybe some others. Uh, he threw out an East mystery team. Everybody kind of jumped to Philadelphia, which I know is a team that the Heat are a little bit concerned about in the background. Um, but then the speculation has kind of turned a little bit more towards Toronto, which we've talked about as a dark horse because Masai is always dangerous, but he doesn't seem like you know which, da- which, which direction he's dangerous in lately. I don't know if he's trying to win 
rebuild. He seems like he's sort of stuck in the middle. They didn't re-sign Van Vliet. They did uh, go out and get a center who they re-signed, Jacob Hodel. Um, and, and, of course, they still have Siakam on the roster, but they were kind of trying to move him, but he didn't want to sign an extension anywhere else. Ananobi's been in some trade talks, and Scotty Barnes seems to be one of their build-around pieces. Uh, they also signed Dennis Schroeder as a stopgap point guard. He just played very well in the World Cup. Alex, do you view Toronto as a threat here? Um, not a big one. You know, just the fact that we were talking about, uh, you know, for so long that there hasn't really been a sleeper team brought up by other media members. Maybe we jinx that and now the Raptors are come up, but that's, that's not really how I feel. Um, I just think it, it kind of feels like the Blazers are, are throwing it out there. Maybe that's just, you know, uh, wish casting, like you like to say, it's kind of hopeful thinking from, you know, a heat fan perspective, just to say, Oh, you know, the Blazers are trying to make something happen you know, where there's not really any smoke, but I don't know. I think the, the worry comes from the anxiety comes from the fact that they've done this before. Now it's not an apples to apples situation. Like we've talked about, right. You know, it's a four year um, deal that Dame is under, whereas Kawhi was on the one year. Um, now there's pros and cons to that for the Raptors, right? Like, you know, Dame is, it, it's not like he, he's going to leave in free agency the next summer, like Kawhi did, but potentially he might not want to play, from the start, I don't know that he would sell himself on being good with the Raptors, but, you know, he sold himself on, you know, non-championship contending teams in the past. So who knows? I guess that's where some of the anxiety comes from. But for me personally, I don't t- think of him as a big threat. I've been, you know, spending the past little while trying to figure out the amount of tradable first round picks that the Raptors and the Sixers have. I know you didn't, um, you know, you weren't asking me about them there and, there's been some conflicting information because I've, I've seen tweets from, you know, people who cover these teams saying that both teams only have two tradable first, but then, and again, this could be an error from my end. I, I, you know, looking up the draft pick situation by my math, right. The, you know, a team can only trade draft picks up to seven years out, which caps it at 2030 by that math. And then, you know, accounting for the stepping rule where you cannot trade um, a pick in back-to-back years. By that math, the Raptors have three tradable firsts um, and the, the Sixers have four. Now, I just don't know if that's true because, the, you know, for the, the fact that I saw these conflicting tweets, it's just making me kind of second guess myself. But obviously that changes the situation drastically if they do have um, more of those picks available. But even if they do, what is to say that these teams would go all in and trade all these you know, quote unquote, tradable picks. If that is the case, that they have three and four respectively for the Raptors and the Sixers, I, I well, don't know well, that that here, motivation here, here, is there. Well, well, here's the question. I mean, there, there's a ton of motivations here, but there's one motivation, or there's one restriction that the Heat don't face. Okay, so if we're talking about this from both perspectives, and you work in what Dame wants, the, the difference between the Heat and say the Raptors and the Sixers, but I think particularly the Raptors is that you're trading for a player who may not want to be there. Like, that that's the difference. Like, we can talk about who has the most assets, right? Okay, can the Heat put together a better package ultimately with what they can trade somewhere else and how many first-round picks they can get uh, than, say, Toronto would? I don't know if it's Siakam you're sending out. I have no idea why Portland would want to rebuild with Siakam now at this stage. Like, he's younger than Dame. I guess he's, a you know, since he's a front-court player, but does that really make a lot of sense? Does it make sense to swap for Ananobi? 
who I know Dame kind of wanted to play with from all the reports we heard, something that Sean Hyken told us in the podcast too. So you're swapping him for him. I mean, I don't think he wants to play with him like he wants to play with Bam, but that was one of the guys. And then of course, the end of swapping Scotty Barnes, who seems to be, you know, again, would be duplication for, for some of what Portland has already, which is one of the issues. Um, but again, the thing, the thing that those teams and particularly a Toronto would face is the part of trading, gutting your roster, not just for a guy who's 33 years old and is going to make $63 million in the last year of his deal, but gutting your roster for a guy who doesn't want to play for you. Like the Heat don't have to deal with that. They, yep. they know he wants to play for them. So, I mean, you don't have an issue of him coming in with a sour attitude or wondering if it's the right situation or asking out again in a year. Dame Lillard is not going to ask out from Miami in a year or two. I assume if Dame comes to Miami, he's finishing his career in Miami unless Portland and him have, have rebuilt things that maybe he wants to spend his last year there at the very end of his career. He's going to be a Heat player. I don't know he's going to be a Raptors player. Like you said, Kawhi dipped after winning a championship. And and the other thing about it is that you look at that Raptors roster that Kawhi joined. We were just going through it before. It's a really good team. I mean, he basically just oh, yeah. slotted in for DeRozan. Like, people talk about, okay, Durant got hurt and Clay got hurt in the final. That Raptors team was championship quality, though. Like, you're talking about closer to prime Kyle Lowry, right? Dan Green, who is still a functional player, Kawhi, your four was Siakam, and your five was a still very, very good defensive player in Marcus Gasol. And then you were bringing, what, Norm Powell, Fred Van Vliet, and Serge Ibaka off your bench? Like, this Toronto yeah. team is not that. I, n- 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 no matter who they send out or don't send out. And that was with OG Hurt. Yes, exactly. OG was your ninth guy. So, so like, you're talking about, I mean, that's a high-quality team. So, so that's the thing. Like, they sent him. To San, San Antonio sent him there because Pop didn't want to deal him to the Lakers. But it wasn't like Kawhi couldn't look at that situation and say, okay, I can win here. Is Dame going to look at the situation in Toronto, particularly if one of their core three or four guys, whether it's Ananobi, Siakam, I mean, or, or, uh, or Barnes. Barnes is traded, is he going to look at what's left there and think he can win to the degree that he thinks he can win with Jimmy and Bam with Spo coaching it? Also, <laughs> Nick Nurse isn't coaching the team anymore. So they've taken – we don't know what the new coach is going to look like. So I, I just – to me, it's a massive risk for Masai to take a player who may not want to be there and may ask out. Philadelphia, Morey is a little bit different situation because he needs to justify his reputation and make a move now, and he's got the whole Harden thing. But I just can't see that as feasible unless they're going to trade Maxi. I don't know how Portland justifies that. I mean, And it doesn't look like they're going to trade Maxi. That's the thing. It's like, um, you know, obviously, if he would have signed the extension that he's eligible for by now, it would have made him impossible to trade at this point. But he's still technically trade eligible. But um, I don't like I said before, it just comes back to the team's motivation to end up going all in. Right. Like why? If you're the Sixers, if you're the Raptors, are you going to put a package around, you know, whatever it is that the the, the Blazers would want? Right. Let's say they, they want Maxi. And the four first, if they do have four first, because again, I'm not sure how many of these picks either teams have. Um, by my count, I could be wrong. They have four tradable picks. Why are the Sixers going to do that? Why are they going to do that? And there was actually a quote tweet that was going around Heat Twitter yesterday that I wish I had pulled up right now, where um, earlier when they got, when the Sixers got eliminated from the playoffs earlier um, this year, uh, Dame had like quoted 
when I think when Embiid and Embiid had said something after I, I don't I wish I had the tweet pulled up right now because you know yeah. me, I'll laugh at the Sixers it, it, forever. It, it, but... it was Embiid basically throwing the rest of his team under the bus after. Oh, I mean, it just yeah, the yearly yeah the year. What 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 he bus. always does? I mean, different from Giannis, where Giannis took responsibility but kind of redefined failure. Embiid like literally threw his team under the bus again, and Dame. I don't think he wants to play for either of those teams. That's that's why I I come down on it. And if if that's the case, you know, he's made that clear. If that's the case, why are these teams going to go all in and put together these packages, which would they would have to put together because those would be the type of packages that would be competitive and or better than the Heats, right? Like if they throw in a Scotty Barnes with with three picks, it would have to be those types of packages. Why are they going to do that? If anything, they would try to get him at value knowing that he doesn't want to play there and also knowing like we talked about before the age and how old he's going to be when he's making mm-hmm. 60 million plus dollars like i, I it would just probably try to get him to for me, value it doesn't feel to me like what masai's been doing has been setting up for a dame trade it just it, it doesn't i know they have a, a weakness of point guard because dennis schroeder is really good in in international competition but he's he's a below average starting point guard in the nba i mean he's a, he's a good player he's a but they, they haven't been setting up for this kind of move. When they traded for Kawhi, and we'll close here, when they traded for Kawhi, they were ready for that kind of move. They had a guy in DeRozan who was really good in the regular season but shrunk in the playoffs. There was there was a stat that came out around that time that DeRozan's uh, level dropped the most of any of the top 30 players in the league in the playoffs, and Kawhi's went up the most. So you're swapping in Kawhi for DeRozan with what you already had. All you had, I think they gave up like a first-round pick, and that was it. Like, that's a ready-made team. Like, again, we talked about does he want to play in Toronto or whatever. Plus, Kawhi doesn't want the spotlight anyway. So Toronto was fine. Dame seems to want to increase his spotlight. He's on a Gatorade commercial now. He's on a Modelo commercial now. He's not doing that in Toronto. He's not. I don't think Dame wants to be the next Kyle Lowry. Okay, he wants to replace Kyle Lowry in Miami. Anyway, thanks to Alex. Uh, appreciate it. Follow the Tropical Blanket. Follow our sponsors, Better Edge, Prize Picks. We'll have more episodes for you as things develop. Um, yeah, I guess shame on the Heat for telling Portland to play the market. I don't. I don't know. I, I thought that's how business works. Sleepy anyway. Pie let another one go with Kelly Oubre. Hey, let Unbelievable. Kelly, Kelly Oubre, it's all over with now. Have a good one, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.